Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Kicking Out at Two this week as we are in a Super Bowl state of mind as we're going to be watching a famous match that took place during the halftime show of the Super Bowl in 1999. And what I'm referring to is, is the infamous halftime heat empty arena WWF championship match between Mankind and The Rock. We're going to watch that back on the WWE Network. I am your host, Dave Rosenbluth, and joining me this week is an individual who's uh, making his debut here on Kicking Out at Two. A good buddy of mine, good friend of mine. Um, I've known him since I was, oh Christ, 12, 13 years old maybe. Um, He's, uh, he, he, I wouldn't say you're a longtime wrestling fan, but you've been a pretty uh, solid wrestling fan throughout the years. Uh, you've kind of fell off a little bit, but um, ladies and gentlemen, introducing my good friend, my dear close personal longtime friend, welcome to Kicking Out at Two, uh, what would you like to be referred as, the House of Phoenix Cosplay? <laughs> William, uh, William, William Phoenix is William Phoenix, okay. Like William works. William Phoenix, okay, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, for anybody that's tuning in from our uh, Man Bites Media crew, thank you for tuning in. And like, I, like I've been saying on our show, if you like wrestling, check out this show and stay with this show. Because if anything, I can tell you this man knows his wrestling. <laughs> um, one one, one of the things that we were going down to a wrestling show years ago, it was me, you, and Dean. And we were going to a typing of uh, SmackDown. Okay. And, you know, when you go like you know to a sports event, you want to talk sports... And this was like the first time that I was truly, truly impressed by the knowledge that somebody had. And Dean was saying how um, nobody could really say, um, you know, if, if you pick a championship belt and who won it in under what condition and whatnot. And you were like, try me, try me, try me. And not for one, not for two, but for three different championship belts, this kid just started sp- spewing the wrestler that had it who he fought what was like you know if there was any kind of condition whether it be like a tlc a no uh uh no fall fall uh, falls anywhere a hardcore match it didn't matter he went on 20 minutes straight one after the other and we're talking before smartphones so it wasn't like he was trying to google it whatnot he was just one after the other and i just sat there in awe the entire time on how like on point he was and so if you ever want any knowledge if you ever if you're if you're new to wrestling if you're a veteran of wrestling or if you just want in-depth wrestling listen to this man because i can assure you he knows what he's talking about wow you're you're gonna we're gonna have to roll credits i don't think i can follow that (laughs) (laughs) that that, that was pretty good well thank you for the uh the 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 uh the compliment um i will say this um that was many years ago when I was young, dumb, and full of you-know-what, and now I'm older, and um, what I'm full of is few and far between, uh, and when it comes to the knowledge, um, I still have some of that, but I, I honestly, it, especially with the way wrestling has uh, you know, been in the last 15, 20 years, um, and title changes taking place, um, there's so many of them that like I couldn't keep track. So you 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 might you might stump me if you were to ever try and do that to me again. Um, you know, ask me the the history of the titles, how they lost, and how they won it back, and etc. Um, I I know certain things, like I said, but I couldn't give you I couldn't give you that anymore. I'm thirty I'm 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 thirty seven years old. So I mean, it's it's not um, 
It's not, uh, you know... Uh, he's the, older and married now, so his hobbies may have shifted a little bit. No, my bit. hobbies didn't shift necessarily, <laughs> just my memory of things. Oh, like, yeah. you know, it just, as, you, and, as you know, you get older. I mean, you're a couple years old. I mean, not by much, but, you know, you, I'm sure that there are things that you remembered when you were younger that you probably don't remember now or you have to be reminded of. So, you know, just, yeah. like, just like age. But anyhow, um, this is a match you and I both remember. And as we approach the Super Bowl this weekend... Um, we kind of come full circle with the with with the world of football and wrestling, and we sit back and we watch halftime heat, the main event of halftime heat, which was the empty arena match between the Rock and Mankind for the WWF Championship. Um, you you this was like probably the 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 height of your wrestling fandom during the Attitude Era. Am I correct? Yeah, no, you are correct. That is very true, and I remember watching this because I came over to your house to watch. The Super Bowl that year. Um, and it was Jesus before. Christ, I didn't even remember that. That's good. <laughs> I didn't remember that. That's and, uh, good. Well, look it, at this. Full it, circle. You're going to watch it with me again. That's pretty awesome. But years, continue. 20 years later. 21 and, years later, I should say. But yeah, yeah, 21 years later. And uh, here we are watching it again. Wow. And That's crazy, man. That you yeah, just... I mean, you're the one that, like, I used to, like you said, I used to watch wrestling here and there. We met in, like, 94 because I moved to the States in 93. And then you got me back into a like where it was heavy duty. Like in my house, it's not like wrestling was like a bad thing. It was, it was just, super popular when I got like, you into yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And and it was right at the the, the beginning of the Attitude Era. So okay. you know, Rock and Mankind, Stone Cold, Undertaker, the DX. Like it, it was wrestling at what I like to call at its finest. I know that you know, depending if you like watched in the seventies, it may have you in may have 80s, a different yeah. in the eighties. You may have a different. Um, liking or a different meaning of at its finest, but um, one of the reasons why I stopped watching wrestling as much is because it just doesn't have that childhood feeling anymore. So, but Understandable. you know, I still know who some of the wrestlers are the big names, but like matches like this, this is, you know, I, I don't think there's a match that's gonna happen now. That 21 years from now, we're gonna sit back and be like, oh, this was a match for the ages, or you know, like an empty arena match. So I'm looking forward to seeing this again because if memory served me well, it was definitely a, a hell of a match. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was different for its time. Um, before this match take pla- took place, I thought this was the first time any any match of this its kind like this took place, being in an empty arena. Um, but I believe it was late '70s, early '80s. You'll have to. You know, I'll, you know. Let's Google it right now. But while I Google it, I'm I'm referring to the Terry Funk Jerry Lawler empty arena match in Memphis um, during the territory days. Um, while I'm doing that and getting all that information for you, um, why don't you tell everyone where we can find you? Because you just mentioned earlier, Man Bites Media, that podcast you're a part of. Why don't you tell, give everyone a little brief description of what Man Bites Media is and where you can find that, and you know everything that involves Man Bites Media. Um, so yeah, so uh, Man Bites Media is the podcast that I'm a part of, along with my friend Lewis, who started and founded it all, and his cousin uh, Brandon, and it's a weekly podcast. Um, you know how you always find yourself wondering, like, oh, I just binge-watched this show on Netflix, what else is there to watch? Well, that's where we come in. We talk uh, every week, we start with like movie news, so like big news or even underground news that have happened in the previous week. Then... Um, 
I have like this big giant poster of like it says like you know the top hundred movies a bucket list. So we just will pick a movie at random and talk about whether it should be or should not be on the uh, top one hundred list. Okay. And then we break it down. You know, we have a main review, which is a movie that we, all three of us have watched and that we picked the week prior. And some sometimes we like it, sometimes we don't, whatever the case may be. And then we have the individual review, which it's a show or a movie or sometimes even an internet, a YouTube channel um, that we think people may have interest in. And um, give, you know, we try to stay away from like the blockbusters because everybody talks about like, you know, uh, the Umbrella Academy or, you know, the latest stand-up comedy. So we try to find stuff that maybe more on the obscure side to give people more of a, hey, if you're into this, you may like this show, you might let me like this movie. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us in the Apple Store, uh, and pretty much uh, we're, we just got picked up by uh, um, iHeartRadio. Really? Well. Yeah. Good so for we, you, man. You can That's find badass. iHeartRadio. Um, so pretty much anywhere that if you just Google Man Bites Media, you'll find us. And we're also on uh, YouTube. So if you just want to, you know, bring up YouTube, press play. We have all our episodes there. I have my show Wizarding with William Phoenix on there as well. And then there's Cellar Door, which is Lewis's um, Lord of the Rings uh, segment, which is beautifully done. And if you are into Lord of the Rings at all, by all means, have a listen because it is spectacular. Cool. Very, very cool. Now, could I influence you guys one day to uh, add a, a little pro wrestling theme to some of your movie reviews, maybe involving a pro wrestler and not The Rock? Because The Rock's <laughs> about just about anything between Jumanji, Jumanji, Jungle Book, Fast and Furious, Furious and Fast, kick his ass like he's in every fucking movie possible. Jesus Christ. Like. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, about a month ago or so, we actually did a musical-themed episode because uh, my girlfriend Samara is big on musicals, and we were talking about having her come on, and we're like, okay, but what can we talk about? And so we actually did you know, a musical theme, so we can definitely do like a wrestling-themed show, um, uh, especially now WrestleMania is around the corner. Yeah, it's approaching. So, you know, like, it's like you yeah. blink, you know, it's like we're in January, and then you blink, and it's like it's WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. So uh, we can definitely do that, and I'll keep you posted. Maybe okay. have you come on to our show. And I'd love it. Uh, you know, talk Most of the it. movies involving wrestlers, with the exception of The Rock, have been fucking terrible. Like, let's be honest. Like, they haven't been the well, best. Well, the but wrestler with Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah, but he wasn't a wrestler, though. Never mind. He was just an actor. But there yes. were wrestlers in it that did a pretty good job of um, depicting what the business... Ready a, a certain to Rumble was a good, was a decent movie. Ready to Rumble had that like dumb but that and dumber was also kind WCW of WCW yeah. more than WWE, but still, it yeah. was. It had that it had that dumb and dumber kind of vibe to it with a pro wrestling sense. Yeah. But um, while we were discussing all of that, I looked it up and googled it. The first empty arena match in pro wrestling history took place at the Mid South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee, on April the sixth, nineteen eighty one, as Jerry Lawler battled Terry Funk. This was the first match of its kind, and they there wasn't one since the match that we're about to watch between The Rock and Mankind from uh, the halftime heat in January of nineteen ninety nine. Which, by the way. Uh, you can search for that on WWE Network right now. You can go to WWE Network and go to the in-ring portion. Click on it. Then you're going to search for episodes of Sunday Night Heat. Click on that. And then you're going to find January 31st, 1999. It's 
an episode of Sunday Night Heat, and you're gonna, you know, we're not gonna watch the whole thing. We're just gonna watch this match because this is a pretty damn entertaining match. It's the last. You can jump right to the matches in the WWE Network now. It's not like the old format before where you had to fast forward through. You can actually jump right to the match. So you'll jump to the match, um, and I believe it's at you'll you'll find it at the um, the the 27 minute uh, six second mark um, as as we begin. Um, and, and while you're doing all that, let me remind you all, we are a big part of social media. We want you to be a part of it as well. You can find Kicking Out at 2 on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Kicking Out at 2. You can hit the like button. If you haven't already, tell a friend to hit the like button. You could also find us on Twitter if you have a Twitter account. Twitter's not usually my thing. We get more activity on Facebook. But come on, let's make 2020 a year for Kicking Out at 2 on Twitter. Hey, give us a follow. Our handle is at Kicking Out 2, K-I-C-K-N-O-U-T in the number 2. We have links to archive shows. We have pictures and videos and articles and memes and gifs and gifs and whatever the fuck they want to call them we have it all over there in a retro pro wrestling uh, environment that I would like to make a very positive fun atmosphere unlike the rest of fucking social media out there because everyone's a fucking douchebag on social media nowadays when it comes to politics and sports and TV <laughs> and fucking civil rights and transgender rights and gun laws and all that bullshit you ain't getting none of that on kicking out of two it's retro pro wrestling if you like it be a part of it and be positive and have fun with it or get the fuck off now with that being said it was funny because in my mind i was like i never before we came on i never asked like because like on our show we'll we'll definitely like drop the f-bomb and i was like I oh never no asked you cuss i'm like i never it's asked this, like you know is this family friendly is this like attitude era or is this more like john cena era where we it's, for watch everyone. So it's, it's for everyone so it's for everyone it's for everyone and if the kids hear me cuss guess what i'm giving it to them before they hear it in the schoolyard from some other fucking asshole so <laughs> Um, anyhow, let's go to WWE Network right now. Let's watch this match. Um, this match is at the 27... The, the, you're going to watch it at... You're going to press play, excuse me, at the 27 minute, 6 second mark. So without further ado, I'm going to give you guys a countdown. And, oh, by the way, mute your TVs so you can listen to the great alternate commentary from uh, Mr. Phoenix and myself as we watch this classic match. Mankind versus The Rock, empty arena match for the WWF Championship, January 31st, 1999, halftime heat. And I'm going to start that countdown right now in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, hit play as we open here. You see Mankind sitting in the empty arena waiting for The Rock. Um, now, do you remember how this match came about? Let me ask you. Because I know your, your fandom goes I, in and out. Uh, I'll put, you'll probably know if I remind you. Probably, but I, I mean, obviously it was like a big feud between them. Um, this was also before... I want to say this was before the Rock and Saw connection. Yes, this was before Rock and Saw. Um, you are correct. So it was... I honestly don't know like all the little details, but I know that there was like it, it was a long time coming, and this was kind of like the culmination. It was close to the of... culmination because they had a few more matches after this. Okay, but there was they they were involved in a series of matches. There's Vince because you know Vince can't get enough camera time. Of course. Um, this was so this oh was. Oh my god, the... the Rock's got hair. Yeah, the Rock's got... <laughs> and sideburns. Look at those fucking. Oh my shots. god, the Elvis sideburns. Yeah. Oh my. Was goodness. this before? Uh, this was around the the Rock concerts that he would have, right? Um... Where he was like sitting in the ring and. I think like, this, this was before it. This was before it? Yeah. 
Vince will be on commentary for this match, um, if you couldn't tell, as he makes his yeah, way. Yeah, well, we'll make a better but, commentary. But yeah, we're going to make a better commentary here. I might turn the audio on for certain points on the Rock Talk shit, because this is pretty funny. Uh, this is an entertaining match. but So this match stems from... This is a rematch of their I Quit match at the Royal Rumble. When uh, The Rock hit Mankind in the head with the chair like 30 times, handcuffed behind his back. And yes. it was an I Quit match. But Mankind never said I Quit. They it was just, a recording. It was a recording of, of his promo discussing the I Quit match. Um, and so Mankind ended up getting his title shot. This was taped two days after the Royal Rumble because you can see Mankind's wearing a, a bandage over his head from the, uh, the the chair shots he took to the head. Um, so, yeah, this is the rematch here. And um, empty arena rules, so it's pretty much pinfalls count anywhere. Um, no disqualification, no count out. Um, and I yet- always loved, like, when he did Mankind, like, his brown tights that like just are like very form fitting and he's got like no ass so he's just like he looked like a turd he, he's like a big guy up top which yeah. i mean i'm a big guy he's top so heavy. I can, he's definitely top heavy as, yeah. I, as am i but then like he's got like those brown like i mean i guess those were like the 90s skinny jeans if you want to call them because they're not exactly like tights they're ups yoga pants <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty if, much. If UPS if UPS would allow their drivers to wear yoga pants, male or female, mankind would be the perfect model for them. <laughs> As we get a count here, kick out at two. Hey, look at that. Look at kick it. out at two. <laughs> Just fucking winning all day long. Um, kick to the head by mankind here. But yeah, this was the this was a period in time where they had a series of matches that stemmed from late ninety eight going into nineteen ninety nine, where they were they were making the rock. Um, you know, he was the champ. He had They had bounced the, the belt back and forth. Mankind, I think, was a multiple-time champion at this point. Um, same thing with The Rock. Um, so they were kind of going back and forth here. Um, now, to kind of bring a football sense to this here, since we're approaching the Super Bowl, okay? And I don't know if this is going to be a sore subject for you or not, but um, <laughs> would you consider this match between The Rock and Mankind the equivalent to the Patriots versus the Giants in 2008 in the Super Bowl? <laughs> well, this has been fun, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, Radio I'm silence. Look at that. Night. Uh, um, oh, through the wall. I mean, oh, so, okay. So, I will be honest. I do not remember who wins this match. Don't tell me. Okay. I do not remember. I know that I was rooting for Mankind because I've always been a more of a underdog kind of fan. Ergo why I became a Pats fan and a Boston fan because I've been a Boston fan since the 90s when all our sports were bottom of the barrel. Yep. Um, so I know I was... So if Mankind wins, I mean, I would say that, yes, it would be kind of like when the Pats were going for like the perfect season... And the Giants kind of ruined that. Kind of? No, they did. Um, kind of. <laughs> Don't, let's, let's, not, let's not sugarcoat uh, it there, all right? <laughs> but, I mean, I'd be more happy to say this was more like when the Pats were down 23-8 to against the Atlanta Falcons and came back and won. That, that's a better analogy for me because my Pats come out on top. That, that, is, that is a better analogy, so. <laughs> I will say. Now, did you, do you know who played in the Super Bowl this year? 
1999 when this match was going on? Uh, 1999, I want to say, was the Denver Broncos versus the Chicago Bears when Elway finally won the Super Bowl and retired? No, you're close. Your Denver Broncos right. You are wrong with the Bears. They defeated the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, the fa- hey, another Super Bowl, the Falcons. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> Look I at should it. have gone with my gut and stayed, yeah. stayed with the Falcons. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, it was when, uh, Elway finally won his, uh, Super Bowl and, oh, there goes Mankind. It's coming up out of nowhere with Mr. Yeah. Sacco. I miss Mr. Sacco. Yeah, Mr. Sacco was pretty fun. I, I, I didn't like it at first, but it, it, it grew on me, you know. Yeah. I, and then Santino kind of came out with his, like, what the, was it, like, the, the Cobra? Cobra, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that wasn't a stolen gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they did a spot in the Royal Rumble in 2012 when Santino was in with the Cobra and Foley came out with the sock. The sock? And they did the, the dueling Cobra and sock. <laughs> it was funny for about, like, ten seconds, and then, like, that joke got old pretty quickly. But um, yeah, this that was the, that was the that was the uh, the two teams that competed in the Super Bowl um, that year. Now, do you know who was in the halftime show that year in the Super Bowl? So while this while this match is going on, the, the, the um, Super Bowl between the Broncos and the Falcons is at halftime, so and performing in that halftime show is like my immediate reaction would be like one of my favorite halftimes, which was um, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Nelly, and Mary J. Blythe. But I actually remember watching that halftime show, so it couldn't have been that Cause you, year because I watched you came this over, with you. Yeah, you watched this with me. So the Rolling Stones? No. Now the Rolling Stones were after the whole uh, incident with uh, Justin Timberlake, Justin and, Timberlake Jan- and Janet Jackson. With the, the titty hanging out. Yeah. Um, that was 2004. Yeah, because that was the year that uh, the Pats won another Super Bowl. Because I, I was watching that with my dad. Okay. Um, I don't know. You don't know? Okay. It was Gloria Estefan. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was she was uh, the the performer for the halftime show well in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know she's been out of the game, but um, back when halftime shows were actually still on, on the decent side. Oh, I can't yeah, I can't stand halftime shows now. Like, but to think about it, look at this. This is a genius idea to have this match take place or this show take place during the halftime show of the Super Bowl because a lot of people tune out the Super Bowl halftime show, especially now in today's society where they basically become political propaganda. Uh, you know, for for whatever cause someone's trying to uh, trying to uh, you know advertise. Oh, here we go. This is I think this is a fun spot that deserves a uh, the sound up. We're gonna put the sound okay. up for this. Okay. An event taking place to ensure that no outsider interfere. And indeed, yes, the rock is making mankind famous. You look like about 10 pounds of monkey crap and a five pound bag. And I'm sure you'll feel at home for a little bit. You and your monkey What do you feel? Wow. Just a little taste of... A 10 pound bag... A pen, ten pound pack piece of crap in a five pound bag. Monkey crap. Monkey crap. Way. Monkey crap. Because that's heavy duty stuff, right there. That's no elephant crap. That's no dog crap. That's monkey what crap. What arena was this in? 
It was somewhere in like Arizona. There you see Shane McMahon and Kevin Kelly um, from the inside the arena on commentary. Um, yeah, this was somewhere in like Arizona or California because they were because they had that the match at the Royal Rumble in um, Anaheim, California, oh, at, okay. the, at the pond where the Ducks play, and um, this was taped two nights later. And the way they the way they they taped their television shows was Raw was live every other Monday. And it was usually li- it was obviously live the day after a pay per view. And we're in the kitchen now. We're in the kitchen. Oh, cotton candy! Look at that. And they've they've made their oh. way. Let's see what the rocks got to say here about the cotton candy. He's going to put his face in the oven now. Jesus. That's probably not on. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. But I have to say, like, both the wrestlers' commentaries and the the, the, the ringside announcers, it's just, it's not what it used to be. Foley's missing a shoe. Foley's missing more than just a shoe. Yeah. Oh. Just beating them all over the kitchen. Kitchen manager is definitely not happy. Yeah, no. I'm the custodian. I'm walking into that room going, I'm not cleaning this up. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I'm on vacation. Yeah, pretty much. I quit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Boom! Nailed right to the face there. Going for the cover. Okay. One, One, two. two. Kick out. out. Now, l- let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you remember the reason why The Rock always wore t- a t-shirt and sweatpants for a, a certain period of time in, in WWF? Remember? Um, Ooh, Jack Daniels. Oh, don't make it go to waste. This, no. this is about to become a horror movie now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. Drink some. <laughs> Drop the bottle. Look at that. Party so, foul. Yeah. Um. Did he have an appropriate tattoo? No, he didn't. No, he no. didn't. He had the Brahma Bowl was his first big one. Yeah. I don't know. So... According to the urban legend, well, it's not really much of an urban legend. There's the popcorn. Oh! Um, that's a waste of popcorn right there. It really is. And I love arena popcorn. It's extra buttery, extra salty. Holy shit. I wonder what the bill was that Vince had to pay for all the shit they destroyed. <laughs> the ref almost Yeah, he almost took a dive, to too. <laughs> and he's pushing his fat ass through the door like, come on, move. Oh! Here we are. Who are these people? It's not like any of these fucking guys could couldn't hear them beating the shit out of right? each other it's in like, the kitchen. Like, they, come they, on they, now. No, everyone's just like sitting around going whatever. Yeah. So um, the Rock had a third nipple that he had to get removed from really? his chest. So he wore a shirt and and um, and uh, exercise pants for uh, several months. Until he wrestled Stone Cold at the WrestleMania 15 pay-per-view where he brought back the trunks. Okay, so I understand the third nipple and the shirt. But what did the long pants have to do with it? Like, well, I mean, if you wear a t-shirt with just underwear, it's going to look like you... Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, girls can get away with that stuff. Ooh, hot salsa. Look at that. 
Or is that ketchup? He Have was, a roll, Rock. There you go. Have a roll. Yeah, he's on a roll. Yeah. Oh. I like him. At least he's trying to feed him before he's, he kicks his ass. He's making sure he's well fed during <laughs> like nobody, the ass whooping. <laughs> nobody wants to get their ass whooped on an empty <laughs> stomach. So here, here's some bread. Here's some chicken. Oh, there's the barbecue sauce. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look at him. Oh. Mankind's like a walking condiment right there. He's got ketchup, mustard, salsa. I think there's some mac and cheese, some corn. Look at that. And whoever did that catering job did a shit job right there. Yeah, right. Where's the uh, where's the cheese fountain? Yeah, yeah. There's no like nacho cheese fondue fountain or look at that. Come on. Really? Oh, that was a, like a tiki decoration. And what we got? More? What is it? What is it? Oh, it's uh, taco it's a, shells. Oh no, it looked like one of those like decorative gourds. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. I could be mistaken. Who knows? Yeah, it looks like one of those oh, yeah. decorative gourds. Oh, nut shot. Yeah, seriously. The people's nuts. Yeah. The people's jewels <laughs> kicking out once again. Yeah, so this was this was, I believe, they had they had how many matches? So they wrestled Survivor Series in 1998 in November when The Rock first won the belt. Then they had a rematch next month. Rock kept the belt. Then they had another rematch on Monday Night Raw where Mankind first won the belt with help from Stone Cold. Then they had the Royal Rumble match. Oh God, that's got to be nasty. Um, Mankind lost the belt, and then this was the rematch from the Royal Rumble. So we're going on the fourth match here. Okay. One, two, three. Fifth, excuse me. Fifth. Yeah, five. This guy's running, trying to take pictures, and... Oh, this is great. Here, I'm going to turn the sound up for this. This is good. Now, this is like a time where we didn't really have cell phones. Correct. So, like, that phone call, either somebody was sitting in a different office and just happened to call at the perfect time, or it's an actual phone call, and I would have loved to be on the other half, yeah. on the other half of that call. It was, it was probably, I would imagine that somebody either called on that phone for it to ring at the right time. Yeah. Like someone like like a director told them to or they made like the phone noise like in post-production because this was taped and then aired at a later date oh that is also so true it could have been one of those situations why haven't you run yet look at her she's running she has she's standing I mean, she, uh, she I mean, no, she's not scared she wants to no, be pending up against the wall yeah she wants she wants the people strudel no mm-hmm. not anymore no nope. no oh, not anymore look at mankind mm-hmm. mankind looks like mankind looks like mankind looks like his balls smell like just by the look of him <laughs> Like, with all that crap on, missing a shoe, like, he looks like he's homeless and his balls stink. Like, he hasn't washed himself in days. How mankind is still walking after all these it's, years? Not by much. Everything he's done. Not it's... by much. He's fucking hanging on by a thread when it comes to his his, 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 his limbs. Uh, I mean, just, like, physically. Like, he, like oh, yeah. he, he's come on TV, you know, last couple of years, and he's limping down the ramp. He's, he's not taking big bumps, I'll say that. He's, you know... 
he was the 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 GM briefly a couple of years ago. And yeah, he he looked like a lumberjack too, right? Yeah, you know. But um, now, would you say that mankind is like your favorite McFoley persona, no. or would it be like Dude Love or Cactus Jack? Cactus Jack. I like Cactus Jack because I first when I my first introduction to McFoley was Cactus Jack in the early days of WCW in like the nineties, ninety one, ninety two, where like he was a little more reckless. Like mankind, this version of mankind is like wrestling's version of the Muppets, you know? Yeah, and okay. as and as entertaining as it could be. Because it certainly was. It just wasn't my favorite. I, I liked what came before him. I liked Cactus Jack. When he came to the WWF as Mankind and they brought that character, I was like, they fucking... I thought they, they missed the boat, but I was wrong because look how popular it was. And you know, people remember him most for being Mankind. You yeah. know, when you talk about Mick Foley, the first thing you say is Mankind. Like, it was so... He, the, the character was... The, the many different incarnations of the character. Because at one point it was... Very dark and had like a Hannibal Lecter aspect to it. And like I said, this is like the Muppet version of it, you know? Now, why is there a guy with a forklift just randomly there and he hasn't gotten off the forklift yet? Because convenient guy is convenient. I guess so. That's, <laughs> a, that, that, that's like that's like when... Uh, uh, they, look, what do you have up there? Is it milk? Yeah, no, it's definitely not milk. But... Oh, it's beer. Stone Cold must be around somewhere. Oh, what's he doing? Is he going to run him over? And look at this guy. Oh, He's no. Just I think this there. is when he lowers the actual... Yeah. Oh, now you're leaving. Yeah, there you go. He's like, oh, wait. Yep, okay. Yeah. This portion brought to you by U.S. Rentals. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. We'll turn the sound up for this last part here as we're getting to the closing moments of this match. <laughs> that horrible, horrible post-production horrible edit. editing. I mean, that was pretty ingenious, though. Oh, it was. Yeah, for sure. It definitely was. Um, it was It was one of those very creative ways to uh, get the pinfall victory. Um, just like I said, the cheesy post-production edit there. It was just... That, that, that was just like some uh, sci-fi... Oh, what's the, the Sharknado people? The, the, the oh, Asylum. Yeah, that, yeah. The Asylum editing right yeah. there. But um, that was a lot of fun, man. I appreciate you uh, coming on here and uh, watching this match back with me 21 years later. Absolutely. Um, you know, on, on the eve or on the, the, the multiple uh, days, you know, before the Super Bowl. Um, to once again, just let everybody know where we can find you on and, um, and Man Bites Media. Um, we, well, you can find me weekly podcast, Man Bites Media, also Man Bites Retro. It's another subsidiary. But um, we are, uh, you can find us on uh, Apple, oh my god. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Facebook. We'll have like all the links as well. YouTube, just search Man Bites Media. Uh, if you're into Harry Potter, look up Wizarding with William Phoenix. It's an 11 episode um, podcast, but it's about like, 25 to 40 minutes depending on the episode all things potter season two will be picking up soon uh and then there's also cellar door with lewis which is all things lord of the rings check us out 
Give us a like, give us a follow, and hope to see you guys there. Yeah, I'll have the links up on our Facebook page uh, later this week so you can check it all out. And any of you guys that are interested in, uh, you know, cosplaying, some of you wrestling fans out there like to cosplay um, as your favorite pro wrestlers, uh, William here, he doesn't cosplay as pro wrestlers, but um, he's damn good at some of the cosplays he does with Harry Potter. <laughs> the Doctor from Jurassic Park is still my favorite one of all time. Uh, Dr. Hammond. Um, yeah, so go on, uh, you can find him on Instagram uh, at House of Phoenix Cosplay. And you can find all of the great cosplays he's done in the world of, uh, you know, uh, pop culture and movies and comic books and things like that. And if there's, and if you guys have a favorite wrestler you want him to cosplay as, he might do it for you. So hit him up on Instagram at House of Phoenix Cosplay. I, no spandex. No, sp- I mean, I I may do mankind because mankind's got my body, my, my body shape. Yeah, you could kind of. So com- mankind will definitely be right out okay. the alley. Okay. All right, but that like, sounds like a good idea. I can see some people doing. Maybe like, I'll do the rock know. and I'll do like the sideburns. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll do. <laughs> there I'll, you go. I'll get like the like the the, the pork chop sideburns on each side. I can but, also uh, do all man Hogan because I got his gut. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan, Hogan does got a gut anymore. It's about as big as his 24-inch pythons. But um, anyhow, this has been great, man. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. And uh, tune in next week for another episode of Kicking Out at Two as we're going to be in – we're kind of in WrestleMania season mode and we're approaching the WWE Hall of Fame and we're going to do our very own WWE Hall of Fame draft where you know, we're going to sit down and we're going to draft our – what our Hall of Fame class would be, whether you know it'd be 2020 or beyond, we're going to draft our very own Hall of Fame class. So guys, like guys and gals who have never ever been in the WWE Hall of Fame, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put them in our WWE Hall of Fame, or should I say, the kicking out two Hall of Fame? Here, so go ahead. A sneak peek: If you had your choice, what's your number one wrestler that's not in the Hall of Fame that you think should be in there? Just oh, give him one. Owen Hart. Owen Hart's not in there yet. No. Oh my God! Come on, Vince. No, Owen's Come not. On, Owen's Vince. not in there yet. That, well, there's, it's not necessarily Vince. It's more or less his estate, his wife, who wants no part of the company whatsoever. They did a DVD. Oh, it's Owen Hart's estate. Okay. D- they did a DVD on his career years ago, and she she got legal. She she got some legal uh, representation to have them pull it off the shelves at the stores because it was because she didn't want them making a dime off of it. So did you get a copy of it? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm sure she did. But no, did you get a copy of it before? Uh, I did not, but Daryl oh. did. I know oh, Daryl did. I watched it. It was short. I wish it was a little longer because I think they could have really went in depth with it. But um, yeah, um, Owen Hart um, definitely is my number one choice to go into the Hall of Fame. So next week we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna build our own WWE Hall of Fame class for the year 2020. Guys, gals, celebrities, whatever you want to... However we want to construct it, we're going to do it next week here on Kicking Out of Two. With that being said, I think it's about that time. We put this show down for the three count, and we'll see you all next week.